welcome to another episode of Aggressive Beauty Podcast, where beauty is pain, and so is the truth. And I got, what is this? Two, I was going to say two out of, oh, one out of four, because I keep so many best friends, clearly. (laughs) She on dick. (laughs) Anyway, um. So I got ice on the line, even though you ain't ice, but you still ice. You a lot yeah, of yeah, you know I'm gonna always be ice for you anyway. You You're the only one. You a lot of things to me that you ain't to everybody else. It's <laughs> like a whole other person. <laughs> and even when I said don't do it, I'm gonna do it anyway. You know how long I've been. You know what now, you are. Like, you know what yeah. I I do for you. I for you. That. For that <laughs> shit, I really appreciate it. Oh my god. I mean, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, silly. <laughs> but I mean, uh, we have our shit though. We always have our shit. We'll be getting into it. We'll be getting into it. <sighs> yeah, and we gotta take a break, regroup, oh. and then be like, okay. Yeah. It don't even be bad enough to be like, fuck you, motherfucker. It did dip. This is true. And you're not going anywhere anyway. I won't let you, so. You make me laugh when you say that. <laughs> Sounds like a toxic relationship. <laughs> I mean, do you, you know how me... long it's been? I'm just saying. Stupid long. Like, what was Jasmine? I met Jasmine in sixth grade. Best friends eighth. Then me and you was rocking ninth grade. I mean, and then I met Treya probably when I was in 12th, 12th grade, JC Benny days. And then Helena in college. And I can't I got no more I ain't got no more space on the list. So that's the end. No new friends. No new friends. And ain't no <laughs> ain't, ain't no new best friends for sure. Well yeah. But, but you know, associates are welcome, I guess. <laughs> Hard associates. Yeah. <laughs> they can't they can't be friends. <laughs> I mean, friend is a strong word. They have to prove their loyalty. I, I I got you. It gotta be some you know, you do have people that be looking out though. That, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, it's so funny. I was thinking about that. I was thinking like it's so weird. I felt like Jasmine, like, she was one of them. Like she's in my mind, best friend. Like she'll finish your sentence and she'll finish my sentences and uh maybe think the shit that I'm thinking and it may be fucked up, may not, but she's like there with me, like we were like, Okay, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that shit. And then I feel like with you, like, you was my nigga, man. I feel like we fucking kicked it. We Thanks. did whatever, <laughs> like we kicked it hard. Ooh, we got some stories. We got a lot of stories. <laughs> a lot of stories we cannot disclose. But Ooh. a lot. We have a non-disclosure agreement amongst each other. Like, they, they some serious. Like, no. Yeah, but you was like, like, oh, uh, yeah, so I, she, she had the car. 
and she was the closest one to me. I stayed in Jacksonville. Nobody fucked with me. Nobody was trying to come get me. Nobody was rocking with me. <laughs> but this motherfucker right here, she'd be like, oh, she, was it Brush Island? Yeah. Yep. She'd be like, oh, that ain't nothing. I'll be there. I'll be there. You know, when you get a little car, you know, you feel like you could just ride around the world. You don't really worry about gas until it goes. And girl, back like, then, gas was cheap. So it was like, okay, five. It wasn't nothing to put $5 in there. Ride the whole city of Jacksonville in there some and still have gas in the tank. Right, but why? But people were still tripping coming from Little Rock. Be like, I'm not going to Jacksonville. I'm just yeah, too hot. <laughs> they don't care. I was like, dang, I'm some sorry ass friends. What's up with this shit? <laughs> y'all fuck with y'all. You mad, but then you understand. Like, okay, yeah, it's kind of far. It is kind of far. But um, I think how that really popped a lot because when you had that motherfucking car like we was already well we was already on the bus that's what really mm-hmm. we was already on the bus together and then we got the bus car 420. <laughs> bitch why, <laughs> why do remember the bus number <laughs> bus 420 miss Sue lord have mercy we are almost fucking 30. And you <laughs> That's sick. That is so funny. Yep. Yep. And she didn't like our ass. I like it was funny. But yeah. Um, I think that's probably where it really kicked off. Because we was we spent hours on that fucking bus. Bruh. It was stupid rides. Like, Especially when um, coming from Parkview at the pick up Henderson and then Horseman and then Central. I mean, it was just oh, like four oh. or five different schools on the bus. Because everybody's staying in Jacksonville or on the way. Mm-hmm. I should have just went to fucking Jacksonville. It was down the damn street. My mama was not going, though. Mm. I don't blame her. Look how you turned out. So well. You're so... So, so mannered. <laughs> so respectful. Girl, I cuss like a damn sailor on all my podcasts in life and everything. Probably think like, dang, she doing a lot, but that's how I talk. That's how I talk. But yeah, it was um it was cool. I met a lot of people. So I fuck with Little Rock. And you know, somebody like my cousin had said before, somebody asked me, like, oh, where are you from? Because they said they was from uh Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm from Little Rock. You are not from Little Rock. You're from Jacksonville. And I was like, how do you even define that? Like, do you say, because, like, we literally were in Little Rock all the time doing everything. And then we just lived. Just you send my mail to Jacksonville, basically. We didn't. No. But when when you got the car, I said when we, because I be in that bitch. But (laughs) (laughs) when we got the car. Yeah, when we. No, but when you got the car, then we since we was already you was already taking me to Jacksonville. It was yep, like because we didn't have to ride the bus anymore, and I'm like, well, you didn't have to. You darn sure wasn't finna ride because I'm like, okay, everybody else can get their own ride, but you know, you used to take Maya home sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Can I ride? But you be happy. Mm-hmm, yep. I'd be like, I guess we could take you. I guess right. 
So, I mean, it was just always, okay, you knew that you weren't catching a bus. You knew I was scooping you up. You knew, like, the time to be ready. Like, I'm on my way. Yep. <laughs> Hop on 161, take the back street. Light and work. I was there in no time. <laughs> Light work. I got this five for you. Before you, you grow now, somebody try to give you five dollars, you go look at them like, the fuck is this? <laughs> we was kids. It didn't matter then. Mm-mm. But we started kicking it, like, hard in Jacksonville because I guess because you was coming like in the area and then that's where I feel like we got in trouble a lot because like not in trouble trouble not trouble that nobody know about but like this when we start doing shit yeah. <laughs> trouble trouble <laughs> this when we start doing Ooh. I was like oh fuck that's where the majority of the stories come from Whew. that I'm... damn neighborhood yep you know where I'm talking about. Okay. Yes, bitch. And I'm down the street and up the street. Yep. Absolutely. And it's like, damn. We'll be like, I'll be like, damn, she finna go. Well, I gotta go. We gotta go together. We can't just we can't split up. So it was like, nah. Or you'll be like, hey, you know, it's some friends. Like, I. <laughs> oh, remember when we pulled up on Old Boy? Jacksonville, that's what I don't like. Jacksonville is so fucking small. Like, then we found out we was talking to the same motherfucker. He ain't no motherfucker because he <sighs> did pass away. RIP. Gerard. But, yes, we pulled up on him and was like, no, I had you hiding in my car. I said, bro, hide in my car. I said, we're going <laughs> to pull up on them. Because you, you was telling about this dude. You was talking about, you said you met him at church. I said, oh, he's mm-hmm. so cool. But I was talking to him and I didn't know. I said, oh, he sound cool. Come on. And I said, yeah, I'm talking to you. He was like, hold on. They sound like the same person. And then, then had to pull up on them. I said, hold on, girl. I said, I'm texting him pull up on them, he outside, and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, hey, da-da-da, chopping it up, and then I ask him about you, he acting like, hell, you know, niggas play stupid, like, they don't know what's going on, and then, uh, and then I said, oh, okay, hold on, real quick, and then I looked at the car, I said, waved you, come on, come on out that car, and you can't pop out on him, <laughs> so y'all know me, huh? <laughs> that nigga look like he seen a ghost, <laughs> we used to do some wild shit, but um, yeah, R.I.P. to Dry, man. You, he's just a, a little story to us, like, and, and we still kicked it with him after that. We were still cool, like he was cool people, though. He right. really didn't mean no harm. He really didn't mean no harm. He was cool people. Everybody over there, we was real cool with. They were that that little house but yeah girl we we did some some funny shit together for sure mm-hmm. there's some trifling folks that stay over there though but you know uh, that's a different conversation uh, yeah a few just a few it was more good than bad I can't say that uh, no it was good times man it was good times because later on down the line, I felt like still got wrapped up in 
that shit over there and I was like but yeah we had a good time we played around a lot like we was all cool it was like a little family (laughs) we was a family that was going places (laughs) we was something else yes Mm -mm. that was that was basically my second home over there I swear to we knew everybody Oh, was over there so much. I'm like, your mama was like, when are you going home? Remember, <laughs> dude, my mama told me one time, and and I think she stopped giving a fuck because she said, when you tell me when you coming home, because every time I tell your ass you need to be home at this time, your ass don't come home. I remember so you that. You tell me since you <laughs> doing whatever the fuck you doing. I was like, damn. I was like, dang, is this a test? Is this <laughs> should I go? You was like, bitch, I'm nervous. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like she set me up. I feel like she set me up. That's I what, said, what like. you gonna do? So you was like, I'm gonna come home like an hour after and see what yeah. happened. Or was it 30 minutes or something like that? And she didn't say nothing. She didn't say oh, shit. Mama was cooling. Yeah. I think to a certain I think to a certain extent though. I don't I don't know how you think your mama felt, but I know my mama like I felt like she knew I was doing my thing, but she knew that I was smart about whatever I was doing. That's what it was. So she knew I was kicking it or whatever, but you know, I'm gonna be reckless. You know, my mama thought you were just the world. Thought you was just this the special, bright, never getting in trouble girl. And I just, oh yeah, you, you need to be hanging out with Brooke. Brooke this, Brooke that, and I love Brooke. It's like, ooh, Chad, you just don't know, but I'm gonna go on over here though. <laughs> Girl, my mama thought we was trouble. <laughs> the complete opposite because she knew what was up. My mama, yeah, my mama knew more. I think that's what it was. She knew more. She knew we was trouble. She was just like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. You she need to sit like... your ass down somewhere. <laughs> she knew we was trouble. I was just like, damn. She she would say shit like, well, Jazz, she said, uh, like if I made a bad grade, she'd be like, I feel like Jazz in trouble too, but at least her, at least she make a straight A's. I said, hold on. All this shade you throwing? No, man. Swear she was throwing shade. And then she was like, what you get? <laughs> she did. She checked your grades too, bro. It was mm-hmm. over with. It was over with. It, nothing was sliding. Yeah, she was on ass. Yeah, um, but she couldn't say nothing because we kept them grades up. Yeah, yeah, it was never no craziness. It wasn't no straight A's, but it wasn't no crazy. No, nah. <laughs> nah, we wasn't going because we was trying to live our best that young. We had a good time, man. We had a good time. We acted like we was grown sometimes, but we did our prom th- night. Oh, did you say prom night? I did. <laughs> Oh my God! I just Lord, mm. do you really want to go there, girl? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I you just know, I don't even know why I brought it up. I just want you to know that has so much potential for you. Yeah, I know. You I you said that you had so no, much potential. No, you, you that that situation had a little potential for you. I think. That's what I think. Oh boy. Mm. 
No. I don't know because that- you know me. I don't like a nagger. Oh, well, never mind. Maybe not. We'll leave that hanging there then. We're going to leave a cliff note. I almost, hey, I almost didn't even go to prom. You talked me into going. You did? Yeah, because we, we didn't have, you know, we didn't go anybody. I was like, shoot, let's go with each other. Come on. Because I was not going to go. Like, I didn't want to go. And he was like, nah, bitch. Da, da, da. I was like, look at this motherfucker. And then came over to the house, popping up. I was like, yeah, we're going to go. Let's just fucking go. Yeah, that was real last minute. Like, get a dress the day before last minute. Because I don't know mm-hmm. why I wasn't feeling that shit. And then we ate at Saddle Creek. It was raining. It was. It was. What did we go with? People that I don't even fuck with no more. Might be wrong for I don't like I don't like a lot of people. Mm-mm. People I don't fuck with, but I know you're real sociable, so girl, you're sociable. We're both sociable. Well, I am, but I'm not with the. Uh, I don't know. I ain't real friendly with people we went to school with, though. I'm just not. I it's like in my mind, I feel like I don't care if we went to school together. Like we didn't kick it, we didn't talk. It's kind of like I don't really give a like fuck. how you was feeling at the reunion. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to the reunion. I was like, I was like, they want to catch up with me. They see me on Facebook or Instagram. I swear I that's what you said. I did. <laughs> I was angry. See, you called me from the reunion. I was so mad at you. <laughs> I was like, why would you call me from this reunion on FaceTime and I told you I wasn't going and you going to call me? That's like me going. Like, I'm going to have to see people anyway. I was like, no, man. They don't see you in the flesh. So what? I want to see the folks. Mm-mm. Nah, but I was mad. You was like, oh, my bad, bro. <laughs> like, Lord Jesus. I was having, I was a, nice, having a good time. Yep. Good time. Yep. I was on, you know. On one. You was chilling. I was chilling. I was vibing. I was cooling. And I was like, you know, what? wonder what the fuck my bestie doing. She ain't here. I'm going to call her up. Motherfuckers like, y'all still friends? Absolutely. <laughs> I can kind of see the correlation. Like, you like, you're in this environment that you used to be in with me. And I wasn't there. So I could see that. Because we used to go to this school together. We used to be mm-hmm. together being around these people. So I get it. That makes sense. It makes sense. So, yeah. We had some good times, man. Now we getting old as fuck. Kids. Got kids. We got <laughs> pregnant at the same time. People thought we did a pregnancy pack. <laughs> I remember that. That was the dumb shit. That I was like, we did not plan this. It didn't, like... Nobody was trying to have kids. It literally just happened. A month apart. I was like, damn, that did. Wow. Everybody was like, nah, I don't believe that shit. That looked like, that looked suspect as fuck. But that's just cool how it happened. It was. That was cool. Because we're not too far apart. Right. We're a month apart, they're a month apart. Like, that was cool. That was. Um, so, today, uh, so look, bro, 
I wanted you to be on the podcast because I feel like we won the same on this tip. So, um, I wanted to discuss like closure. So you know how you brought up like, oh, Jacksonville and you might have some with somebody or whatever. Do you ever feel like in cases you feel like you didn't get that closure that you needed? If we're talking about the same person that I think we're talking about, I would have to say no, because I really wanted to know like, you know, you had somebody who thought highly of you and you just did the most for no apparent reason at all. And you never had an excuse to show for it. Yeah. And it was kind of like, well, damn, I'm doing all of this and you just constantly doing the same shit over and over again. But, you know, of course, you live and you learn. Um, like that old saying, you know, young and dumb. Yeah. I was, you know, they were older, much older and more experienced. So, you know, as you know, as a teen, you're attracted to that type of stuff, you know. So being in that environment taught me a lot. I can't say that. Most times, sometimes, whatever, men are not going to admit to their mistakes no matter how wrong they are. And sometimes you're going to get that closure. Sometimes you're not going to get that closure. But at this point in my life now, I could care less because whatever they got going on, that's their path. And whatever I got going on, that's my path. But at that time, hell yeah, I want to to fuck that motherfucker up. Like, really? What what if we're not... So, I, I, I feel that that was... That was bad. That was a bad situation. So, even if we're not talking about that, if we're thinking about, like, all the times in your life to where, like, it really fucked with you, like, it really fucked with you and you really needed closure. Like, how many times do you feel like this shit is fucking dead serious and I can't let this shit ride? Like, it's fucking, it's fucking under my skin. Like, I need to talk about this shit. Like, how many relationships you think you've been in to where, like, this shit didn't go right and I got to talk this shit out for real you think or how important is that to you it depends on who it is and how how much love I have for them Mm -hmm. and how much time I invested with that person because you know if it's not a long relationship at all and they do something fucked up then it's not as bad as somebody that I've been with long term and did that same action yeah Okay. So, you know, it's like, okay, I was only dating that motherfucker for six months, and boom, he ended up sleeping with so-and-so. I will go and be with so-and-so versus somebody that I've been with three years, and boom, they slept with so-and-so because then that was an emotional decision. Like, yeah, you you did that with purpose. Facts. There was one in particular when we were in Conway and uh, I don't know if you remember but you probably will but they ended up 
having a, a girl as a friend. Now, you know me, I'm pretty open to men, you know, having girls as friends because I do believe that men can have friendships with women, you know, as long as you're keeping it, you know, on the friend tip and nothing more than that, then I, I absolutely believe that that can happen because I've seen it before. So can you be around the friend, the homegirl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hang out together and all of that. But in this instant, that wasn't the case. It was like, you know, I, I'm i on this tip here where I'm trying to – I'm on this level. And they were on matching levels. Like, they both played basketball. You know, they both were able to work out together and stuff like that. But she was more of a tomboy. Okay. So, I never felt like on a, like intimidated by it because I'm like, oh, they're just friends. They play basketball together, whatever. You and... should fucking basketball. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> but who was the third what? party? <laughs> well, 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 they grew up together in, uh, in the same neighborhood next door to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, with that whole situation, you know, they end up lying to me. They had a whole situationship going on behind my back. You know, he talking about, oh, she just need a ride to work. When come to find out, she's staying on the other side of the lake, on in the other complex, on the other side, where it's just the hop, skip, and the jumps to get over there. It's just a walk. So, God damn. Niggas is, you, you know what I feel like? I feel like niggas, um, I feel like women cheat. I honestly feel like this. Majority of the time, women cheat because there's something missing in their relationship. Men cheat because they can. They just want to. Or they can get mm-hmm. away. That's what I really, really feel like. They be doing that. Because everything could be going good. And if everything isn't going good, why you didn't say nothing? So it could have the potential to be fixed. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I understand exactly where you're coming from, but if it were that easy, there wouldn't be a lot of cheating. Because a man would feel a certain way, but because they love, quote unquote, and I say that lightly, they love their woman or a significant other so much that they don't want to hurt their feelings okay. or cause any type of em- emotional disturbance. I wouldn't say like as far as telling them that you, you, you're cheating on them, but telling no, no, no. telling them you know, the issue. Like, hey, you don't suck my dick good enough or yeah. hey, you don't fuck me right. or That needs you- to be said though, for real. Exactly. And or you can say, hey, you don't make me laugh or we don't talk about anything. It don't even have to be about sex. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times women strive to be the perfect woman for the person that they're dating. They mold themselves around a man. And I really do feel like women should stop doing that to a certain extent, because if you don't have a man that's actually showing you that they can be the alpha male, why are you submitting, especially at a girlfriend level? For those, you know, why are you submitting? Not saying that you can't shape yourself to be the wife for them, but that may not be your alpha male. 
And so a a woman tends to shape themselves with the person that they with and try to do everything that they can to make them happy. And they think they're doing that. So the minute that a man tells them that they're not, of course, they go into a shell or they end up giving a negative reaction to it because they're like, what you mean? You know, and then they blow up. So Damn, a lot of times that makes sense, bro. You right. So a lot of times um, a man like, mm, I'd rather not hear that shit or mm, I'm good on that because I ain't trying to hear such and such as mouth. So they sneak and they go out and they just look for that shit in somebody else instead of talking about it because they don't, they're afraid, not, not even say afraid, but for lack of a better word, you know, of having an, a, a re, an argument or some type of impact on it that could be detrimental to the relationship, you know, because men always say women always blowing up because every time you express yourself to them, then you know they uh, automatically get on the defense, and men do it too. Yeah, but you know, it's when it comes to that that particular aspect, then boom, they see so it could be something so small, and because they found it in somebody else, then you know one thing could lead to another, and boom, there's a whole relationship. Know, sexual yeah. relationship going on. Damn, that's deep, bro. You're right. You're absolutely right. So maybe. That's why I always feel like at the very beginning, the friendship part need to be established. So you know this person. You know mm-hmm. person. So you really know this person. And I always felt like, you know, you know, Cam's dad, Josh, whatever. It's like we was friends at the Ooh, yes. beginning. For a while. Yes. And I I would I know this person in and out. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what? We could tell each other hurtful shit. Hurtful. Like, hurt your feelings, but it's honest and you needed to hear it type of shit. Like, and I feel like with him, I would never need that. I don't need that closure like I know because I know that person. You know what I mean? But I feel like maybe in a different relationship, like, or situationship or whatever entanglement let me stop <laughs> right um i would say where i needed close and, and it's so crazy we say we want closure but then you don't really know what you're expecting to hear because i know like the situation that you know about as far like the recent one it was what a couple years ago a year or two ago that one fucked with me pretty bad. Like, and I would say to this day, like, I don't really know what happened with that. You know what I'm saying? And that right with me. And I don't even know what I expect him to say to me. I don't know what I, you know, and sometimes I had to tell myself and this shit is real you are you know often when women are in a relationship or you know have a situation going on with somebody and you know years go by of the same shit y'all doing whatever and then after a while you get to question yourself like what the fuck is there something wrong with me like you know women do that Absolutely. and I feel like I did that I was like damn what the fuck is wrong with me 
shit, I'm a motherfucking catch. <laughs> you be thinking like, shit. Then I hear little comments about like, is it because like I'm not fully, I've heard little shits where like maybe because I'm not fully black, like I'm mixed, so I'm not I've I heard little comments, so I'm kind of like, huh, what is it? But then I start thinking, bro, and I be like, you know, and I don't want to be cocky or no shit like that, but I'm like, you not like even on my level, like we don't even like you not like I'm tripping on some shit that ain't even nothing, you know what I'm saying? Right. That I wouldn't in the long run wouldn't even fuck with, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like maybe at the end of the day, it's it's my fault too, as far as misinterpreting stuff. But when you're dealing with somebody and they kind of feed you the shit too, they willing to feed it to and you willing to take it. It's kind of like, yeah, y'all both played that part. But then I always felt like, you know, before, like, I don't know. I felt like I was never over it. I was never over it in my mind. Now, I feel like now, if this motherfucker would say, hey, I'd be like, nah, bro, I'm good. You good. I hope you good, though, bro. You good? All right. Cool. But I mean, now, heck yeah. Yeah. But Because but you're a lot older and you understand a lot more and you've been through a lot of situations that shaped you to become the woman that you are today. So, of course, you're going to think differently or have a different reaction or a different response to those same situations now. Yeah, uh, I well, I still agree. feel like that was only a couple years ago, and I haven't had a situation like that. I guess that I don't even know how I even got that damn deep. You be thinking like you were really like you said. You, people try to, and I don't think of it like that, but you're absolutely right. People do try to make themselves into the person that somebody else wants when that's not even really them. Nice. And it's not good. You should just come into it like you are. This mm-hmm. motherfucker like you. They gonna fuck with you. If they don't, it's whatever. And I guess keep it honest at the very beginning as far as what type of person you are, who you are, and be real with yourself, I guess, you know. So Absolutely, because you know, I can I can say that I can relate to how you feel when it came to, you know, the person that made me a mom. Yeah. You know, so that that shit is hard. You never you a person can never say, Oh, I know how you feel or I can relate or I've been there until they actually been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's rough. It's not easy. Mm-mm. I'm thankful that even that situation, I feel like what's most important when you have a kid with somebody. I hate when females come out bitter and I feel like you never came out that way. I feel like you were still like, uh, you are my, you are my daughter's father and she want to fuck with you. That's cool. I'm not fucking with you, but if she want to fuck with you, that's cool. Oh yeah. Cause that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, you because got, it's not, it's not cool. about you. You got a girlfriend. Cool. Um, when you come and get your daughter, like a lot of women be like, they're like resentful. That it didn't work, so they're mad, you know. Um, they're mad about it, they're trying to sabotage your stuff. Then they do, you know, child support, and it just 
it's just a bad situation and the kid really loses at the end of the day when women act like that and especially if somebody is really trying you know what I'm saying um mm-hmm. I've seen though you know if a man is really not ready it takes them a while to grow into that role you know it takes or a life-changing experience or something mm-hmm. it takes a minute to figure out what do I gotta do like I'm responsible for a whole being like this is a lot mm-hmm. so I feel like a lot of people kind of run from that you know responsibility and realize like damn I need to uh I need to get back right I'm tripping over here sometimes you can lose yourself when you love someone a lot yeah because you you tend to put yourself on the back burner mm-hmm. to make sure that this person has everything they need and they are you know good yeah and that's like one of the worst things because when that relationship ends you gotta find yourself again in the journey and there's the closure boy the journey is not a week or two like it could be months to figure out okay what do I want what was making me happy before what would I be happy with what can I do different? What kind of routines can I get get into that doesn't incorporate this person because I was doing this shit for this person now? What am I not going to put up with? What am I not going to settle for? Mm-hmm. You you really get to thinking about a lot of everything, all of that. So, you know, like, okay, so when, if, or when it's time, it's time for me to branch out to someone else, I'm not going to go for this, this, and this, and this because yep. I know that I, I know that the person that I want exists. I just have to find it. Right. Or they have to come to me. See there? And I feel like with me, I feel like what I, like, what, what I will always keep in mind, and this sounds, it might sound fucked up because it might sound like I'm going into a negative. I'm not going to disregard red flags. I feel like I've done that. I've done that a lot. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. So I've seen, I feel like I've seen stuff and I'm like, oh no, that ain't even though that's a different situation that would never apply to me or, but you just kind of watch how people move and how they do stuff. And when you see that, it'll show their character. So you don't have to guess who they are. You know what I mean? Always. So for sure, like, that's important those red flags like nah but no I don't feel like I feel like close I do feel like closure is important but I just think of like how much you grow I mean I feel like I was in a real toxic you know dark skin I was in that real toxic girl but did I tell you that I'm glad that you got out of that situation because it wasn't long where, you know, you know that Yo Gotti song. It was like several months ago, but, you know, it goes down in the... Oh, what? Yes. Excuse me? Yes. Shut the fuck up. 
And I was like, I looked, I was like, oh no, bags out. What was said? Now I'm curious. And it's still there. I send it to you. You know that. Mm, let me know. That yes, one was yes, very toxic. Um, we we loved like hard hard. Mm-hmm. We yeah, it was bad. It was like a ride down on you, whoop your ass, bad. Like you got me fucked up, bad. Like. Oh, you remember that that time I had did the riding down and old girl was walking in the middle of the street. Walking in the middle of the street? Where? In Ville. Who was this? Nah, I can't remember, bro. Damn. Why can I not remember? That was in the middle of the street and we were headed over there to their house and the girl was walking in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah, no, that's not good. Mm-mm. Fuck no. I know you remember that time. That incident. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's not. Pop up. People don't know you on your way. You pop up on them like. <sighs> and then while we outside yelling, she come walking up. I would say one thing then. I feel like you chilled out now. Back then. Your ass snapped quick. Very I agree. Very quick. You'd be like, what you say? Huh? What? I'd be like, oh, I'm on the reserves now. You know, I got another body to live for. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, she saved your life. <laughs> I say that to people all the time. She really did. Save your life, but nah, yeah, I'm toxic relationships. I mean, then you got the block. I got a block. How you feel about blocking folks, bro? Absolutely. You really be blocking folks? Why? Yes. If I feel like you what? can't take no for an answer, if I feel like your negativity is trying to rub into my positivity, I'm blocking you. Oh. If so you bringing anybody. me negative, this anybody. Everybody getting this work. Everybody, family included. Oh shit! Damn, I don't block folks, bro. I don't block folks. If it's somebody I don't fuck with, they can call my phone to this day. I ain't blocking nobody. And let this motherfucker ring. I don't Mm-mm, even that. That's taking too much time out your day. Like, what if you, what if you trying to look up something and this person call you? Just save all of it all together and just block them. You ain't even got to look at their name pop up. You just make this thrown to the back of the mind in this black portal or something never to be <laughs> surfaced on your phone again. <laughs> like, I just, uh-uh. I just rather not because I feel like if I end up seeing that person's name pop up on my screen, negative thoughts about that person is going to resurface. And they're still bringing negative into my positive. And I'm like, I don't want that. So to eliminate all the negative bullshit that occurred, good, you know, even if it's good shit, but still there's still negative there somewhere else you wouldn't be blocking them. Just block them all together. What about blocking somebody because you know they bad for you and you ain't supposed to be fucking with them? What about that type of blocking? I don't have those problems. Oh? Oh, you don't know like that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> Okay, then. Well, shit. All right. Um, 
so that's what I was gonna ask you about. How you feel about uh the whole Jaden Will and all this shit? So I've been seeing a lot of memes on social media. And a lot of people acting as if they're commentators for the situation itself, stating that Jada was wrong because, you know, that was her son's friend and, you know, you invited your son's friend into your home and treated him like a son and then you took advantage of him. First of all and foremost, that man is grown. He's a grown-ass man. He was more than capable of making the decision on his own to say, yes, I want to fool with her. No, I don't want to fool well, with her. Well, she said he was sick. She said he was Right. Sick. And, he was and, and sick. I understand that. But when you get back into your right state of mind, you still know what's right and wrong. You still know what's okay and what's not okay. You still would know what you would be accepting to and what you wouldn't. This was years after. Like years. And so, this. exactly. After he got better. And number two, Jada was in a very a very vulnerable state and I don't mean vulnerable as in vulnerable like somebody to take advantage of her I mean vulnerable as in her emotions was all over the place like she she said that she was hurt she said that you know she was upset but you know you immediately at that time when you and Will were having problems you immediately found your outlet in August and when you were sitting there at the red table and you were saying, you know, he made me feel good and he made me realize things and he, you know, he gave me a feeling that I can't describe and all of this, like, it's more, it becomes more than just an entanglement, sweetie. She did. She made it seem like it wasn't shit. And that's why he came out with that song. She made mm-hmm. it seem like it wasn't shit. Like she brushed it off to where it was just oh that was just a fuck. When you you was talking about how this man made you feel and how you were you know you needed to confide in somebody and he gave you that feeling. That's a more I'm sure this was more than one time, right? You know it had to be because if you were that hurt about your marriage with Will when you know when y'all was supposedly calling it quits, you're not gonna seek refuge one time. I mean, they was together for years. Exactly. So, Going to, you know, events together, awards, and taking pictures right. on the red carpet and all of that. You know, but all of everything. Feel, how do you feel about him even bringing this shit up? Now, I feel like that was an emotional decision. He did closure, bro. He did not. That's the closure. Closure. That's the closure. It was an emotional decision. Y'all see why people um, closure? And, this why people closure. Usually when a person is giving off a negative reaction <laughs> about a certain situation, they didn't get the closure that they needed. Or else they yep. wouldn't be acting as negative as, you know, they're presenting themselves to be. And I feel like And he wasn't talking bad about her, but the fact that he brought it up knowing it would cause a disturbance is kind of like you ain't got that closure. You ain't so you ain't talking about this shit. Here's the thing. Here's my here's my take on all of that, that whole closure situation. What I feel like is Jado said, made mention that August just stopped talking to her. And I feel like August may have found something out about her that he didn't like, or 
he found out that him, her and Will were possibly getting back together. I don't know, but it was something to make him just stop talking to her. And I say that because he also explained the same feeling just in the different type of verbiage of how Jada made him feel the exact same way that August made Jada feel. I know it was some type of some type of feeling there. So when he, you know, whatever the situation happened to make him cut ties, he was so emotional about it. He found his outlet in music. So he wrote yeah. about it. And so when he made these songs about it, which may have been years ago or whatever, he like, well, shit, these motherfuckers is my truth. This is, you know, I just want to speak my truth. He's always making mentions. I want to live my truth. I want to, you know, speak my truth. That's what he was doing when he found his outlet in music. So he wrote about these things in order to be able to explain his album. He felt that need to come out with, hey, this is what this situation is about. This is my music. This is my my life, my my money. I'm talking about it. This is what's going on. This is what so my you felt like about. it was necessary for him to mention her be, to in order to explain why he wrote this kind of music because he had her name all in it. Hey, I listened to one song. It was uh, like a breakup or something like that. Yeah, breakup song or some shit. To where he said he do petty shit like take the batteries out the remote, uh, to cut the straps on your bra. I said, oh, he petty. He real petty. That's real petty for a breakup. I was thinking like, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> so there's no telling what that girl did to him. I mean, he she probably sucked refuge in somebody else while she was seeking refuge in August. Shit, I don't know. She she getting all these damn different entanglements and shit. Like she just feeling like, you know, whoever made her feel good at the time. It's it's a temporary type of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she wanted to keep things going on with August because she didn't see nothing wrong with it. And I feel like maybe she was trying to have her cake and eat it, too. And August was like, no, nah, I'm straight. Since he just, out the blue, stopped talking to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I but feel like... I feel like he was real petty for that. I feel like it was, you know, he could have went about it a different way. If somebody asked, he could have just, you know, kept his mouth shut or didn't say anything until, you know, somebody did ask. But to come out on the forefront at the beginning, I'm not saying that what he did was okay with and I was explaining what my logic or my reason may have been behind the situation. But what I'm saying is, you know, just my opinion, I would have went about it a different way. Do you know, you know, at the beginning of interviews, um, I mean, you know, I do interviews with like real life street stars in Dallas. So it's like, shout out to them. Um, But at the beginning of interviews, they say, what do you not want us to talk about? There's certain shit people don't want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Like, we do DJ Jeff, she'd be like, don't bring up my man. Don't bring up my, don't bring up that up. You know what I'm saying? Or just don't bring up whatever. He could have said that. He chose not to. He didn't say he don't bring up Jada. He was just doing his thing. Yeah, because he was okay with talking about it. He needed that. He needed to talk about it. And he didn't talk about it. And so, you know what? What I'm thinking is he ended up speaking his truth. And then he talked about his album. Jada and Will had that red table talk. She brushed it all away like it wasn't shit and called it an entanglement. Then he comes out with the song Entanglement. So he's still being more petty because it's like, no, you ain't saying what actually happened. And so since you want to sugarcoat it, 
I'm going to tell it how it is, but I'm going to write a song and I'm going to get paid for it. He was detailed, bitch. It was very detailed and featured Rick Ross and shit. And I know. Why you got Ross to the foolery? <laughs> I was like, no, but it was good. I liked the song, but it was so. Uh, when I had said something to Josh, he was like, he trying to get killed. And I said, shut up. Shut up. Shut up, dude. Just shut up. Yeah, it's not, not good at all. Um, damn, y'all couldn't just talk about this and kill this shit, like dead this shit. Exactly. That's what, that's what I feel like it all boiled down to. Talk this shit out, dead that shit, like to where we ain't got to come back to this. We ain't got to bring it up. Don't bring, don't bring me up. Don't say no ill shit about me. We still have some type of mutual respect, and we can leave on good terms. Not this spiteful come back you know what I mean come back and talking shit about me like let's not let's not even do all that let's try to end on good terms I feel like if a person doesn't end on good terms then they need closure it's it's some bitterness in their heart and they're bitter about something so you know if of course like you said earlier if a person doesn't have their closure shit always gonna be negative it's gonna get ugly yeah yeah, they always gonna find something bad to say. And I didn't mean that with the uh witch McCall. Boy, I feel like um I feel like I didn't get the closure, but I mean I don't have to talk bad about him or nothing. I feel like he's a good dude and you know, because I got to know him, so I feel like he's a good dude and look at me backtracking after I done said motherfucker too good for you. <laughs> look at me backtracking, but but nah man. You had to change your heart, it's cool. Nah, it's it's all love, man. It's all love. I really, I, to be completely honest with you, like, I don't just, like, hate nobody that I was with or, you know, fucked with. I don't hate nobody. I have one. No, I don't hate nobody. I don't, I wouldn't even say, hey, I have a very strong dislike because the person tried to make it seem like they was just this perfect guy when they were living, like, a whole nother situation. A whole nother life. Mm-hmm keep it real man just keep it real i appreciate the truth i like that hurtful shit i want to know that way dude always you fucking with somebody keep it real with them man give them an option to choose to where like okay i don't put this shit on the table for you you could choose to fuck with me or you don't have to fuck with me exactly and at exactly the end of the day, if you mad at the end of the day if you mad can't be mad at nobody but yourself because you chose this shit you're right so, that's- I couldn't agree more. That's exactly how it should be. Mm-hmm. But men won't do that, and some women won't do that. You got to be a real-ass motherfucker for that, I guess. Emotions get involved. Boy, I don't want to hurt her. I love her. No, mm-hmm. no but um, but no, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you looking out. Absolutely, bestie. Anytime, any point. But um oh definitely bro shout out your business because you just started a business. They need oh, to know yes I did. It's the scent lily L I L L I E dot com. I specialize in aromatherapy candles, wax milk and incense. Um I also specialize in just regular fragrances anywhere from exotic pineapple to island grapefruit to cotton blossom all of those check out the website you won't be disappointed 
Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, give them give them your personal, even though they gotta request it. Give them your personal page. <laughs> My personal page is at stunning underscore five foot nine. Lily. Come on. Oh, but I love this height, honey. Yes. That's what's up, May. That's what's up. I'm I'm proud of you for doing Thank you. And you already know I'm definitely proud of you because you have a business of yourself. Aggressive beauty, you know, it started off as, you know, you're making your, your t-shirts and your logos and stuff. And then, boom, you got this podcast. And I couldn't be more proud of you, like, for real. You went out and you did exactly what you set out to do. you using this damn degree. You know what I'm saying? Yes. By myself, so little Dola, yes. I appreciate that, friend. Appreciate you, baby. <laughs> You're welcome, boo. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, I was gonna do like a uh, Looney Tunes, that's all, folks, but no, <laughs> no, but for real, y'all, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out, um, to my boy, um, Ugly Reggie. Uh, um, check out his, hers, and the true podcast. That shit lit. I fucked with that. Um, but yeah, man. And definitely go check my girl out. Get you some sense. Get you some, uh, relaxation going on. Check her out. Okay. Um, and, and, and again, you know, tune in next time where beauty is pain and so is the truth.